Our lesson for this week is the duties of a watchman. Bible texts are taken from Isaiah 62 verses 1 to 7, Ezekiel 9 verses 1 to 7, Ezekiel 33 verses 1 to 19, Proverbs 22 verse 6, and Proverbs 29 verse 15. Memory verse, As I live, saith the Lord God, I have no pleasure in the death of the wicked, but that the wicked turn from his way and live, turn ye, turn ye from your evil ways, for why will ye die, O house of Israel? Ezekiel 33 verse 11 Notes The Watchman at Work I see a company, shouted the watchman who stood on the tower in Jezreel. Take an horseman and send to meet them, and let him say, Is it peace? ordered the king. Again the watchman sounded the alarm. The messenger came to them, but he cometh not again. A second messenger was hastened out. He came even unto them, and cometh not again, and the driving is like the driving of Jehu the son of Nimshi, for he driveth furiously, informed the watchman. Make ready, was the king's response. The watchman in his tower on the wall of his city was a familiar sight in the days of Israel. Many of their cities were built upon hills so that the view of the watchman would be unobstructed. As the watchman looked out over the horizon from his vantage place, he warned the people of any apparent dangers he told them what he saw. Death was the penalty if he should go to sleep on duty and fail to give warning. His was an important post, and on him rested a grave responsibility. If he failed to sound the warning when the enemy came, his city might be destroyed and many lives lost. Ezekiel, the Spiritual Watchman the Lord showed Ezekiel a watchman on the wall, and told him that was his work. He was chosen, not by the people, but by the Lord himself, to warn the people, not of temporal danger, but of eternal damnation through the inroads of sin in their land. If Ezekiel failed of his duty to warn the people, their blood would be required at his hands. In other words, he would be guilty of murder, not of the body, but the souls of men. It was a grave responsibility which the Lord placed upon his prophet. Why did he do it? As I live, saith the Lord God, I have no pleasure in the death of the wicked, but that the wicked turn from his way and live, turn ye, turn ye from your evil ways, for why will you die, O house of Israel? It is not the will of your Father which is in heaven, that one of these little ones should perish, Matthew 18 verse 14. God called Jonah to preach to Nineveh. He prepared a special fish and took Jonah down to the belly of hell to make him willing to go to that great city. Why? Because he had more than 120,000 souls there that needed to be warned. Christian Responsibility Christians today all have a responsibility to carry the gospel to the world and are under the same penalty that Ezekiel was if they neglect to perform their duty. Outer darkness was the doom of the man who failed to put his talent to use. God's great love for the souls of men compels him to put a severe penalty on negligence, which might result in many going down to perdition. Many fatal accidents have been traced to neglect. 
Are souls being lost today because of your failure to sound the warning? Parental failure. The increasing problems of juvenile delinquency show a failure on the part of parents to discharge their responsibility as watchmen. The rod and reproof give wisdom, but a child left to himself bringeth his mother to shame. Proverbs 29 verse 15. Shame on the parents who fail in the use of the rod of correction. Proverbs 22 verse 15. The land is full of child specialists and psychiatrists, but there is no substitute for bringing children up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. Ephesians 6 verse 4. Train up a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will not depart from it. Proverbs 22 verse 6. A view from the watchtower. As the Christian soldier looks from the vantage point upon the wall, what does he see? Sin, crime, violence, and destruction stalking through the land. Dare he keep silent and let his nation fall? As he scans the horizon and sees the approaching army of the Antichrist, should he not blow the trumpet? As he looks in the book and sees, as the days of Noah, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be, Matthew 24 verse 37, should he not awaken the sleeper, that he might get ready? The true child of God carries a burden for lost humanity. Not only is he warning the people, but he is prevailing before the throne of God, that his mercy will be extended to a perishing world. God has ordained it thus. I have set watchmen upon thy walls, O Jerusalem, which shall never hold their peace day nor night. Isaiah 62 verse 6. May God help us to faithfully discharge our duty. The Burden of Duma He calleth to me out of Seir, Watchman, what of the night? Watchman, what of the night? The watchman said, The morning cometh, and also the night. Isaiah 21 verses 11 to 12 If the Christians saw only the night into which this world is sinking, it would truly be a dreary picture, but the morning cometh. On that morning, the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, and with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first, then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds, to meet the Lord in the air. 1 Thessalonians 4 verses 16 to 17. The Millennium After a brief period in the air the Lord will descend with his saints, to set up his throne in Jerusalem. Then shall the righteousness thereof go forth as brightness, and the salvation thereof as a lamp that burneth. Isaiah 62 verse 1. Ye that make mention of the Lord, keep not silence, and give him no rest, till he establish, and till he make Jerusalem a praise in the earth. What a glorious morning it will be when the law shall go forth of Zion, and the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. Micah 4 verse 2. The desert shall blossom as the rose. Then shall the lame man leap as in heart, and the tongue of the dumb sing. Isaiah 35 verse 1 and 6. Saints of the Lord, give him no rest until he answers the prayer, Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth, as it is in heaven. Matthew 6 verse 10. The necessity of enduring to the end. The Israelites were complaining that the way of the Lord was not equal. 
They were laying claim to being the chosen people of God and expected God's blessing upon them. The Lord told them very clearly, The righteousness of the righteous shall not deliver him in the day of his transgression, neither shall the righteous be able to live for his righteousness in the day that he sinneth. All his righteousness shall not be remembered. When the righteous turneth from his righteousness and committeth iniquity, he shall even die thereby, Ezekiel 33 verses 12 and 13 and 18. These warnings very clearly set forth the possibility of a person's losing the love of God out of his heart and being lost after having once known the way of righteousness. This message and others throughout the scriptures warn the people of God of the necessity of continuing steadfast unto the end, Hebrews 3 verse 14. While there are some who say that once a person is saved it is impossible for him to be lost, these warnings as well as many others throughout the word of God let us know that only he that shall endure unto the end, the same shall be saved, Matthew 24 verse 13. Wherefore let him that think he standeth take heed lest he fall, 1 Corinthians 10 verse 12. Let us take warning from the example of Saul of whom it was said, The Spirit of the Lord will come upon thee and thou shalt prophesy, and shalt be turned into another man, 1 Samuel 10 verse 6. We are told that God gave him another heart, 1 Samuel 10 verse 9. However, after this, Saul backslid to the extent that the Lord answered him not, neither by dreams, nor by Urim, nor by prophets, 1 Samuel 28 verse 6. Being thus forsaken by God, Saul turned to a woman with a familiar spirit, witchcraft, for help. In the end, Saul committed suicide by falling upon his own sword, thus meeting his maker a lost soul. See also Ezekiel 33 verse 13, John 8 verse 31, 2 Timothy 2 verse 10, and Hebrews 10 verses 28 to 29.